freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. everybody. Welcome to episode number 272 of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. I am one of your hosts, Cheryl Todd. And I'm the other guy, Dan Todd. Our theme today is She Never Quit. And our guest is Marsha, yeah, Marsha Petrie Sue. Marsha is an avid shooter, hunter, and outdoor woman. She is a chair of the Women's Outdoor Media Association, a 501c3 raising money for foundation for women warriors and other groups. Marsha is a Babes with Bullets alum, alum, I can't say that alumni. Yes, <laughs> and, and is on the executive committee for the NRA Women's Leadership Forum and also the Arizona Marine Corps Scholarship Foundation Committee. She is a certified NRA pistol instructor and a true American patriot. As a professional speaker, executive coach, and a best-selling author, she delivers a message of leadership, conflict resolution, personal responsibility, and authentic communications. And I'm tired because you've done so much. I know. So please welcome Marsha Petrie Sue. And yes, she really did marry a boy named Sue. I love that. <laughs> welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, it's not a problem for him because he's 6'4 and weighs 250. So no one ever says anything about his last name. Yeah, That's he's awesome. very secure in that, I'm, I'm sure. Oh, my goodness. So, Miss Marsha, like Danny said, your resume is phenomenal and makes me feel like I need to step it up because you just have done so much and you do so much. How did you get involved in this crazy world of advocating for our Second Amendment rights? Well, interestingly, 28 years ago, I met my husband through a matchmaker, and I would have never chosen my husband. I can tell you that. I'm from Los Angeles. I know. Don't, don't think poorly of me. I'm an escapee. <laughs> and uh, when I came over here, I was transferred with my company. I was an executive vice president for Westinghouse Financial and transferred here to Phoenix, area. And I knew that in a couple of years, I wanted to get married. So I knew that I had dated every jerk in the world. So I knew I had to have someone else choose someone for me. So here I am fast forward 28 years later with the man of my dreams, who I would have never chosen 28 years ago. And when I met him, he's truly a good old boy. He was raised Marine Corps. He played football at University of Tennessee. He's been a hunter since he could even probably pick up a gun. And I had never even seen a gun in person. So my wedding gift was an over and under Satori lightweight shotgun. I'd never seen a gun. And now here I've got one. So he sent me off to uh, the Babes with Bullets camp up at Gunsight here in Arizona. 
-hmm. and again, 28 years ago. And that is exactly where I met Sandy Froman. And at the time, I think it was right before she was president of the NRA. I had no idea about Second Amendment, gun rights, absolutely nothing. All I knew is I had this thing that I needed to learn how to shoot. So they started us out on pistols and now I'm a pistol instructor and the rest of it is history. But uh, it was truly back then. And what I learned was, is that I needed to learn. And that's what I learned. And that's why I'm so grateful for people like you having radio programs and podcasts and broadcasts like this, because it's continuing to learn about what's going on and what can I do. Well, so it was so thanks to Babes that. with Bullets, my very first camp. I've been to a bunch of camps and Sandy Froman. Well, I can't imagine one of the first people that you met was someone as amazing as Sandy Froman. I mean, what what an entry into this world. Um, just such a kind and and measured person. Uh, just so knowledgeable. I, I just love her. And uh, I think that uh, you just got set up perfectly to be able to really, like you said, just learn. And that is what our show really started out to be for me is I just wanted to interview subject matter experts because I was learning and I understand, you know what, the best student is a constant student and uh, just to constantly stay uh, curious and hungry for information. And so um, you're spot on, you're spot on. And that's why I don't care who and what groups you belong to, just validate the information that you're receiving. Don't make it your, your opinion through somebody else's thinking. You know, oh. just make sure you go back and validate it. And I don't care if it's through our own State Rifle and Pistol Association here in Arizona, uh, if it's by going to the NRA website, whatever it is, just validate your information. I think that's critical. Oh, I don't think anybody could have said that better than you just did, but thank, thank you, you for pointing well, that out. I want to, Marcia, I just want to, uh, you know, I'm, I'm praying that our listeners are really listening to how you evolved into the gun world. Mm -hmm. the, the thing is, if we would just take our friends and loved ones shooting, mm -hmm. that's all it takes because I don't know anybody that was properly introduced to firearms. I'm not talking about taking a 50 caliber gun and having them shoot it the first time, but, but they're fun, right? They are, but properly teach them and, and start them off small and work their way up. I don't know any, anyone that said, Ooh, guns, you know, <laughs> they love true. them because they're fun. Right. Yeah. And I think that's the big issue. And that's why we've had over, you know, how many millions of people buy guns this last year. And to what you're saying is absolutely correct. So I teach people truly, my girlfriends here in Scottsdale, that mm -hmm. they say, ew, I want to own a gun, but ew, I'm afraid of them. So my goal <laughs> is to reduce their fear and to give them instruction so that they can, if there is an intruder, if they're in a situation, that all of that fear is reduced. And people say, well, I could never, ever touch a gun. I say, okay, so let, let me give you an example. You're sitting in a restaurant, you've got your family there, some goofball comes in who's methed up and uh, has a gun and starts shooting away, drops the gun and it falls right in front of you. Can you go pick it up? Can you keep your family safe? Do you know if the safety's on, if it's loaded? Do you have any idea? Ooh, I don't know. Okay, so your family is now being shot at. What are you gonna do? 
So I don't care if they own one. I just yes. want them to reduce the fear. Now, of course, I'd love for them to own one, but <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course, I have my own arsenal. So what can I yes. say? Yes. No, see, education is the key. It really is. And, you know, we, one of the comparisons I always use, I've kind of swiped from a good friend of mine, Frank Mercy, uh, because he's a trainer as well. And he has, you know, talked to people a lot of times about, you know, in your kitchen, you have an entire drawer full of sharp instruments that people use for the wrong reasons. And, you know, your grandchildren, your children, it's eye level to them. You set them down at the dinner table and there's those instruments all over the table again at everyone's play setting. Nobody's nervous about that. Nobody freaks out about that because of our level of familiarity. And we start training and teaching our children at their earliest level, their earliest age to know how to uh, behave safely around those things. It's really no different with guns. We just, I, have- I couldn't agree more culturally gotten, uh, into that, that, you know, Ooh, it's a spider mode, but it happens to be a gun, you know, <laughs> well, the so phobia. If, the, if the news came to our house, they'd say we have an arsenal of knives. And- oh, I'm sure they would. I'm sure they would. An arsenal I mean, of we knives. Have a knife, don't we? <laughs> we do have a butcher oh knife. Gosh. Oh my stars. So, um, how Miss Marsha, how does the volunteer work you do, which I, we, we mentioned several things just in the, the bio that we gave the opener, but how does your volunteer work help in supporting this gun ownership and second amendment rights? Um, and why we've titled today's show, she never quit based on an event that you hold. What is that event? Well, she never quit is the brainchild of myself and Deb Ferns, who many of you know, she's the creator of uh, babes with bullets. And we started an organization along with some other people called Women's Outdoor Media Association to draw women in, in the shooting sports, in fishing, outdoor ventures, and that sort of thing to tell their story. Because as you know, women really haven't had a very big face in this industry or in the sports. So we brought everybody together and then we wanted to, I was actually, Deb and I were having lunch with Melanie Luttrell. And if you've heard of Lone Survivor, her husband, Marcus Luttrell, was the lone survivor in Afghanistan. If you haven't seen the movie or read the book, you really need to. So Melanie said, why don't you get some of your girls and bring them down to the ranch in Texas and we'll do some plinking and we've got, you know, 10,000 million zillion acres and all this kind of stuff. That started eight years ago. And now what we do, uh, Melanie closed their ranch this last year because of COVID. So we had to find a new ranch. We found one in Texas and it's called Thumbtack Ranch. It's part of Trinity Oaks Charities. And what they do is they do wounded warrior hunts. They do the kids that make a wish that wanna go on a hunt that are terminally ill and that sort of thing. It's just an amazing charity group. Tom Snyder is their leader. This last year, it's October, and I'll give you some of our dates for this year. We took 65 women down to Texas. That includes all of our trainers. We have the best female trainers in the world. We have Olympians. We have women that are top champions in three gun. We have Kay Michelik, who we all know who Jerry Michelik is. His wife, Kay, is one of our trainers. Uh, Lanny Barnes, three times Olympian. I mean, amazing trainers. We have all these shooting bays, rifle, pistol, shotgun. This last year, we have uh, wonderful sponsors. 
we had uh, 51 different firearms for our women to try. Now, some of wow. these women, like me, 28 years ago, had never seen a firearm or a weapon in person ever. Some of them are professionals and they come to be with like-minded women in a women's environment. And we have so much fun. I have Elizabeth Lanier Fennell, who is our shotgun coach, level three. I mean, it's just amazing. But of course, we also have a masseuse. <laughs> we have an executive chef. We have fishing there because they have a big fishing pond. We have wild game and wine pairing meals. We teach archery. That's Mia uh, Einstein, who is amazing. We have George Ford with Umarex with all of the airsoft stuff. So there's so many things to do. So that's She Never Quit. And then all of the monies, we're 501c3, as you mentioned earlier, all of our monies go to the Foundation for Women Warriors. That's Jody Grenier. And what she does, women coming out of the service, out of the military, helping them transition into civilian life. I'm a mentor for them. How do you write a resume? How do you dress? How do you interview? How do you network? Where do you live? You know, childcare, all that stuff. Also, Marcus's foundation, Team Never Quit. That's where the She Never Quit came from. And then there's a bunch of other charities that we also give, give to wreaths across America. Uh, our, our upcoming She Never Quit, it's about, mm, about 65, 70 minutes outside of San Antonio. And it's October 21st through the 24th. October 21st through the 24th. You can go on the website, sheneverquit.org and find out more about it. But it is awesome. And here's the big deal. We're already, and we haven't even announced, we just figured out the dates, we got confirmation. We're already a third sold out. We wow. sell out usually about three or four months ahead of time. It is awesome. so popular. That and we're 100% volunteers. So I'm very, very honored and proud to be chair of that organization and do some of these good things. That's uh, awesome. I think, I think, honey, I just got busy between October 21st and 24th. <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> <laughs> when you were you know what about... would be... We, we could do a program from down there. We could do one of your uh, broadcasts. I, do that. I, I think that's going to have to happen. Honestly, Bevo. this sounds totally amazing. And I can't believe I haven't participated sooner. So, yeah. Marsha, you know, back in the 60s and 70s, the gun world was driven by men mm -hmm. and hardly any women at all. And I, I wish that if women had been uh, into the gun business like they are now, every single home would have a gun right now mm -hmm. in the United States. Well, and you know, Deb Fern says this, she says, teach the woman, teach the family. Yeah. Yes. Right. Absolutely. And that is so very true. You are spot on. Yeah. Teach Absolutely. the man, it stays with him. It's, it's, a, <laughs> it's sad, but they, you know, they'll do it along with their friends and stuff, but women know how to market. They well, know how to do, they know. We are social stuff. creatures, yeah. right? We right. like to, you know, if we're excited about something, we are definitely going to tell our friends and then they're going to get excited. Just like you did for me right now. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, you know, wine pairing and fishing. I've been, and I don't, I didn't hear you say fly fishing specifically. And, no, and maybe it's it, been cast. It's been cast, but yeah. I have been trying to go fly fishing for years and he loves to fish 
but I don't know. He's got this brain block with fly fishing. So um, like I'm going to connect with all these awesome ladies at your uh, She Never Quit event. And somebody there is going to be a fly fisher. And we're oh, going to yeah. branch Woolly. off. And there we go. Yeah, I, I've already got you pegged. Okay, we, we okay. got that. We can Fantastic. take some fly gear for you too. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, that's, that's so awesome. So um, what would you say talking to people all across the nation right now, actually all over the world. We have listeners. Sometimes I'm really surprised at some of the areas of the globe that we have, you know, like a spike in listenership. Um, what can people do, our listeners do, to be involved, to make sure that we are looking ahead into elections? Elections are important. The Second Amendment is not a political issue. But politics have to become involved because if we elect people who don't haven't even read our Constitution and our Bill of Rights, much less have any desire to support and defend it like their oath says they will, then then it's going to impact all of our laws and all of our rights, the people that we elect. So what would you say that we could do to be more involved in electing people who are pro-Constitution, pro-Second Amendment? Be informed. Mm -hmm. Know who you are talking, who who you want to vote for. Mm -hmm. And it starts on a local level. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times we're very, you know, high level with our, our president, vice president and all of that. But it really starts on a local level. Now, one of the things I'm going to encourage your folks to, to do is to run for school board, mm -hmm. to run for some of these local elections, run for office. Yes, it's a pain. There are people out there like me that will get you the right kind of instruction, information, how to put your stump speech together, improving your platform skills, all that kind of stuff. Because if our voices aren't in that mix on a local level, we are never gonna have it bubble up to the, the top levels. So that's number one. I think the second thing is, is truly understand who you are voting for. There's a lot of websites that you can go to that will tell you, are they pro second amendment or not? And typically what is their voting past shown? One of the websites that I personally rely on, it's the NRA, PVF, PVF, mm -hmm. NRAPVF.org. And you can go into any race, you can put in any name, and you can find out what is their voting history and are they supporting your Second Amendment rights? Mm -hmm. So I think that is critical. And I'm going to go right back to be informed. Yes. Don't take I... anybody else's uh, uh, thinking uh, for that. So just really know that is is critically important. Uh, I also think that um, encouraging people and helping people that you see are viable in supporting the Second Amendment rights, supporting them, you know, going to their presentations, listening to their podcasts, sending them money, you know, whether it's $5, 500 or 5,000, I don't care. It all helps. So I, I don't think you can really send them 5,000 as an individual, but it's a good idea if you can. You know. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm never fully aware of what all the caps are. Um, yeah, because 20, I do 700, I think something like that. Yeah. I do try to support several 
people rather than, you know, locking on just one, because like you said, it is so important. You know, the school boards, sometimes we come away scratching our heads at some of the crazy policies that go on at school or, you know, some of the things they're teaching at school. And then we look at who has actually taken the time to run for school board. And, you know, it's, it's not necessarily people that are um, conservative minded in their thinking. So we don't get to later come back and go, oh, woe is us. Uh, Poor us, poor our, our values or our message because we haven't put the time and effort in uh, to either support people that are running or to run ourselves. So I so thank you for saying that. That is so vital. I like the local part because, you know, the, the local uh, politicians, they affect our business. Yeah. They affect our life. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a great start right at the very the core of it. I guess. Yeah. What were you going to say, Marsha? Right at the get-go. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. Um, so how... Do you personally, and we'll, we'll um, you know, take comfort and encouragement from you, how do you plan to navigate the next few years knowing that the, the federal administration, uh, and they can't seem to decide if it's the Biden-Harris or the Harris-Biden administration, <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's been an interesting little slip of the tongue a couple of times that they've thrown out there to us, but uh, knowing that they have already presented to us a platform that they really, they want to go after our, our rights through regulations, through taxes, through all kinds of, of things that really circumvent the shall not be infringed of our Bill of Rights, uh, the Second Amendment that's written in our Bill of Rights. I'm going to go back to your your state associations to start with. Get involved with those. Find out locally what they are doing and how you can assist with that. So for me, it would be our Arizona State Rifle and Pistol Association, my uh, NRA friends dinners, support those because those are critically important. And that really creates a lot of funding for your local people that are going to run. So I'm going to be way more involved in those NRA friends things that I, and I really haven't paid attention to that. So I think, again, coming back to your state level is going to be really very important. I also think it's going to be important to understand where you're spending your money. Where is your money going? Are you, are you supporting corporations that don't support your thinking? And uh, a good friend of mine sent me a list. And, and can I read the list of, of people that do not support your Second Amendment rights? Okay. Please, and, please do. Because, yes. you know, as we were chatting off air, you know, if we spend our money with these corporations with our eyes wide open and we already know that they're against everything we stand for, well, then you've got your eyes wide open. But so many yep. of us have no idea. So, yes, please uh, read that list. Good. So the Hyatt Corporation, Hyatt Hotels is one. And now as of yesterday, Lowe's Hotels and, and Suites. And we all know the story as of yesterday, Josh Hawley, he, he cannot have a fundraiser at Lowe's now because they're saying he supported and incited the Capitol riots, which I think using Capitol riots, I mean, burning down towns and, and all the rest of this that happened before isn't. Okay, so I don't even want to go there, but Lowe's and Hyatt Corporations, Calvin Klein, Liz Claiborne, Estee Lauder, uh, let's see, the parent company, which is Magala, 
Uh, there's Stanley Tools and Mr. Clean. Who knew? Mm. Uh, Kraft Heinz. Well, we know John Kerry's wife is uh, Miss Heinz, Teresa Heinz. Seagram's and Son, Gallo Winery. Now that's a bummer when you start getting into the wine thing. You know, now that that's gets my attention. Rite Aid, Costco, Costco, Netflix, and even Levi Strauss. So we really have to be aware. Again, Google it or use DuckDuckGo or whatever you want to use and just put in there who does not support my Second Amendment rights. And you will get an updated list because there's a lot of people following this because that financial support gives them the leverage to support those people that we do not want in office. We start cutting that off. We look at what's happening to Facebook and Twitter right now. Right. You know, people yeah. are, are diving out of that. And I think we're going to see Parler coming back up. I was on Parler, uh, MeWe, some of these others. Uh, it's really important. And, and um, uh, I'm doing what I can not to support the people that don't support my Second Amendment rights. Well, you scared me for a second when you said Lowe's. I thought you meant Lowe's hardware, and I'm going, no, oh, please no. say no to that. But And then for Stanley Tools, you know, you think Tools America and Second Amendment and all this other stuff, and that's very disappointing, but I can I can live without Stanley Tools. Lowe's and I will be hard. support Chick-fil-A. Yeah, Chick support I will support Home Depot, yeah. Hobby yeah. Lobby. Yes. yes. You know, these are all people. So find out where your money should be going, not just where you, it shouldn't be going. Absolutely. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to print out a new list and say, okay, where should I be shopping? Yes. So I that I can that. make sure my little piddly, you know, five bucks here and 10 bucks there is well spent. Now it's so true because it adds up and there is this push out there uh, corporate activism, I think is the right name for right. it, where people will write in droves or call in droves, uh, not just to their legislators, but to these corporations, to the board members of these corporations and say, you know, I don't want you to, you know, interact with or in any way support people that disagree with me and that would be the conservative mindset the second amendment supporters and advocates and if it can work for one side it can absolutely work for the other side because it really is the board uh pandering to um and i don't even know if you can call it pandering to if if they're only hearing yeah. from people that hate these things then what their hands are tied right? They have to do what their um, uh, stockholders and, and the public are telling them in droves. So if we would just understand how the other side is playing their game and outsmart them at their own game, well, we would have a lot more on our side, a lot more opportunities to spend our money on Gallo Wines if, if we would reach out to the board of Gallo Wines and say, hey, listen, I'm your customer. And yeah. I happen to believe in our, our constitutional rights. Right. I want to give you one little other piece that I just got. On December 15th, 2020, CNN's parent company, AT&T, is looking to offload CNN News. I heard that. Yes, and that's because CNN is a uh, hundred million dollars of loss to the corporation to AT and T. Wow. 
Oh, wow. So it's that kind of yes. stuff to pay attention to. And I'm sure that that's, you know, informing other people. That's Absolutely. what I think is important. As, as a business owner, I, I can't imagine that I would alienate any group. Right. Any, you know, unless you're a criminal. I mean, right. what? It's, it's, it's not good business. And so talking to the CEOs mm -hmm. probably would be a good idea. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay. So as we start kind of winding down a little bit here, uh, you are going to be one of our speakers at this year's uh, Celebrate and Protect Your Rights rally in Phoenix, Arizona at the uh, Arizona State Capitol. That's on February 20th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And especially after some of the craziness that we've seen happen lately and, and the way that people are trying to uh, frighten those of us who do want to gather together uh, to celebrate our rights, uh, to talk to one another about our rights, why do you think that these kinds of gatherings, these, these peaceful gatherings, this is a very family-friendly gathering, it always has been, it's the way that we're planning it this year, why are these gatherings so important? be with like-minded people. We are so permeated with negative input mm. and negative things that are happening through the election and through everything else. I think it's critical for us to not question what our true feelings are. And when you're with like-minded people, that gives you the mental support mm -hmm. because my goal is to stay positive through this whole thing. There have been presidents, I can talk about Clinton, I can talk about Obama, that I've had to live through, and I live through it. My country is still strong. And so if I'm with like-minded people, I can come up with perhaps some new talking points, some new things to look at, mm -hmm. uh, some new parameters of things that I can do, that I can take action on. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think the rally that you're putting on is critical for us to be with these people and to support each other and to draw other people in that are maybe on the fence mm -hmm. that say, gee, well, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to think about this. Just gather information. Then you can create your, your own thoughts and your own opinions. So I just think that is such an important part for us to be with them and to just learn how we as individuals can take action. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. There is such a, a uplifting and positive energy uh, at any of the rallies that I've ever participated in. And it really is that coming together. It's like old home week. You know, you make new friends, you connect with friends that you, you only get to maybe see on Facebook. You know, you just like each other's posts. And it really is a community building, very positive thing. And I'm so excited that you're going to be one of our speakers this year. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. And so if you had one thing to leave with our listening audience, that does include some of the 8 million, I think we're up to eight and a half million now, right. brand new first time gun owners that have come into um, enacting their second amendment rights for the first time ever. Uh, what would you say that you would want them to know all across the United States and even beyond? You have now entered a family of like-minded people. And I want you to take your firearm. 
I want you to go to a gun store and find out where you can get training and where you can continue to practice. Learning how to shoot that gun one time is not good enough. You have to continue to train. And yes, ammunition is hard to come by. So what do you do? You ask your trainer, how do I practice dry firing in my own home? If you're going to conceal carry, you practice. Is it coming out of a holster? Is it coming out of some kind of uh, something you have in your pocket? Is it coming out of your handbag? Practice, train, practice, train. By the way, 40% of those 8 million new gun owners are women. Absolutely. Yay. That is such an important point to make. Uh, and, and so we do have to have specific training to your lifestyle. Just like you said, some people carry off body in a purse. Some people open carry on their waist. Some people conceal carry maybe down at their ankle. You don't even, you know, they have all these options. So I think that is spot on train, train, train. And oh, by the way, train. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm in, I'm in, I get that. Absolutely. Well, I think we're just about wrapping up here. This has been just an amazing conversation. I don't know if Dan had any closing thoughts. No, I'm just amazed. Yeah. You know, and just the, the power of what women can do. Mm -hmm. It's great. It's, Thank you. It's so true. So tell folks again about the uh, She Never Quit event, because honestly, I want to make sure that I'm going to look on my calendar and I'm hoping those dates are open because I really want to come to that and uh, tell folks how they can follow all the work that you do. Okay, great. Excellent. Well, She Never Quit, you can go into the website. It's She Never Quit, singular, not quits, shenneverquit.org. And there's a whole listing of, you can look at the brochure, you can register online. We have a payment plan and everything else. It's $1,200 and it includes the use of all the firearms, all the ammo. And we also have a 50 cal there too, that you shoot. It includes everything, your food, your lodging, all of it. The only thing you have to do is get yourself to the ranch. So it's $1,200. It lasts from October 21st through October 24th. We've kind of moved it into a weekend because that allows working people to better arrange their calendar around that. Again, flying into the San Antonio airport is your best bet. We put a, 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 a group together so that you can look and get rides so you don't have to rent a car. Uh, your other, I mean, there's gonna be 65 women coming into the ranch, you know, all about the same time. So you can do that and uh, get together. Also check out the Women's Outdoor Media Association.org, Women's Outdoor Media Association.org, or as we call it, the WOMA. And you'll see that there's links there too to the She Never Quit. Now, as far as me, uh, I am still on Facebook, except I'm in Facebook jail right now. I was bad. I told someone, they asked me what I carried, and I said a Walther P22, and so now I can't post until January 25th. And that was just a bridge too far for Facebook, huh? Apparently. A little bit of information. Huh. Oh, geez. So I'm also on MeWe, M-E-W-E. That is the Facebook for basically conservatives and conservative thinking. Uh, I will, I'm also on Parler when they come up again, and uh, I'll keep you posted 
on my site, you can email me at Marsha, M-A-R-S-H-A, at MarshaPetrieSue.com. And that's M-A-R-S-H-A-P-E-T-R-I-E-S-U-E.com. Or you can go to my website, which is www.MarshaPetrieSue.com. A lot of different ways to get in touch with me. Please stay in touch and I will keep you informed the best that I can if uh, Facebook allows me to ever post again. <laughs> <laughs> well, if not, we do have those other avenues that I am exploring myself, trying to find one that I really want to invest in because it takes a lot of time to do social sure media. And so if you're going to invest and build your page and all of that, you want to know that you're, you're reaching the broadest audience possible. So um, yes, I will definitely be seeing you on uh, MeWe or Parlor or one of those. We'll see where we end up, right? Right. All right. Fantastic. Thank you again so much, Miss Marsha Petrie Sue of WOMA, the Women's Outdoor Media Association. And we so look forward to hearing your thoughts at the uh, Celebrate and Protect Your Rights Rally in Phoenix coming up in, on February 20th. Thank you too so much. It's been my pleasure and be well and stay safe. Thank you. You Thank as you. well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow. All right. Holy cow. This woman's got some energy. She does. And uh, we had a chance to, I mean, I've chatted with her a few times at the SHOT Show in Las Vegas, which is the big industry show for the firearms community. I uh, had an opportunity to chat with her just a couple of months ago out at Scottsdale Gun Club. She was giving a talk about um, the importance of voting, right? Yep. Um, and it is still important to vote. <laughs> We may, some of us maybe don't feel quite as, um, as, as inspired to vote. I maybe. guess you could say the more we vote, the more they have to cheat. There you go. Right? So <laughs> I like them, it. Make them work for it. Make them work for it. That's true. That's true. <clears throat> if they can scare us off and, and make us sit on the sidelines because we feel like, well, our vote doesn't count. So I'm not even going to participate. I don't know that that is, is serving, um, serving us and our voice and the people that would throw their hat in that ring of public service um, the best just like I feel like you know this whole craziness that happened at the Capitol the U.S. Capitol on January 6th I, we still don't know we may never know exactly who it was that did the wrong things and what were the exact wrong things that were done and, and so on and so forth. What were the motivations of the individuals? Um, but if the other side that wants to deplatform us, silence us, discourage us, if they can use that event to get us to clutch our pearls and be afraid to meet together, um, then really we've abdicated. We've just kind of, you know, waved the white flag and said, okay, we're too afraid to tell you who we really are and tell you who, what we really stand for. We're just going to let you label us, just slap labels all over our foreheads. Uh, I think that that is, that's just helping the wrong uh, side, the wrong messaging Right. and wrong messages. And so, um, you know, just like our event, it is called the celebrate and protect your rights. It's usually on the weekend that we're also celebrating the birthday of our state of Arizona, 
uh, which is uh, the the weekend of Valentine's Day. Fourteenth, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. This year it was uh, it's uh, on the twentieth, uh, just for scheduling reasons. But it it is a celebration. It is a coming together of happy and excited people, uh, and so I hope so much that you know something doesn't come along like a COVID restriction or, you know, people just being afraid to meet together that I, I hope that um, nothing interferes with that. Happening. Yeah. Last year we had what a hundred people all with firearms and uh, just handled themselves very well. Cheryl, you're supposed to interrupt me. I know. I'm like a hundred people. Well, I'm, I'm talking about what the news said. <laughs> I know. No, they said Dozens, dozens of people, dozens of people right. showed was, up to this what, event. What, what, they ended up being 3,000, 3,500 to 4,000 people. No one so much as, as broke a nail or stubbed their toe. It was a beautiful event. It was a happy event. It was yeah, a was safe people, event. There was people and there with yeah, and there was people there with uh, 105 howitzer cannons. Yeah. And, this guy brings right. his cannon. Yeah. And so <laughs> it was very peaceful and People were full of energy and very respectful to laws. And that count was put out by the Arizona uh, Department of Public Safety, mm -hmm. not by Channel Whatever News. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Channel yeah. Whatever News were the ones that said, oh, dozens showed up. It's like, mm-hmm. Well, I guess 35. the food trucks. Yes, it's true. Yeah. Oh. I guess 3,500 to 4,000 people do have dozens in them that make them up. But uh, yeah, it the other side that just hates our rights. I don't know why they hate our rights. I don't know why they hate those of us that support our rights, but um, they're always going to mischaracterize us. They're always going to label us as something that's not true. And we have to, I mean, I, I want to say the words we have to, I guess you personally don't have to. I feel that calling to try to make sure that I'm not letting somebody else label me and um, define me. So uh, I know that many of you out there feel the same way. And we can do that peacefully. We can do that uh, through positive messaging. We can do that through teaching our children what our constitution is. And once they know what it is, then they'll be able to hear and detect when somebody tries to mischaracterize it right so it really is going back to what marcia was talking about it's about training it's about teaching it's about you know talking to one another and building one another up right and we allow this to happen by watching the news that tells you the lies mm. you know what marcia was saying about cnn uh, mm -hmm. is getting out of uh, uh, at&t is dropping them and mm -hmm. airports are dropping mm -hmm. cc cnn mm -hmm. and um you know if we just don't listen to it and don't watch it mm -hmm. And say, why is that on the TV? Mm -hmm. Maybe people start listening to us. Yeah. And, and so, you know, as we do on this show, we talk to subject matter experts. They are talking from their personal experts. experience. Experts. Experts, right. right? Not the guy down the street that doesn't know anything and interview him. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, I, I like the idea, not only because we do have our own show, but because there are lots of shows out there that will take you directly to the person that is is living out the life that they're talking about on those shows. And I, I think you're going to cut through so much of the, 
the misinformation, the disinformation and the garbage that's out there if you do that. Right. Um, but anyway. And if you're on the fence mm -hmm. and you're, you know, you're listening to us and others like us and starting to, you know, listen, understand, then find a friend that you can go shoot with. Mm -hmm. And that'll jump you over the other side real quick, mm -hmm. this side. Because uh, once you shoot and if you're, if you're instructed properly, <laughs> properly, right? Mm-hmm. You, you won't go back. Absolutely. And that's one thing that I, I wanted to point out. Marsha's an Arizona lady. We're in Arizona um, talking to people, as I said, all over the nation, all over the world. But here in Arizona, we do not have to have that permission slip from the government to uh, carry our firearm. We have what we call constitutional carry. So you can conceal carry or open carry. You don't have to ask the government for permission for how you carry that firearm. That is precious. That is in line with our constitution. Not every place has that. But even though we have constitutional carry, our philosophy, our values, our education and knowledge. And so through our store, AZ Firearms, we encourage everyone, whether we know it might be their 10th their gun that they're purchasing for their collection, we still encourage them to meet with a trainer. We work with several professional trainers and to go and get that training and, and to get that concealed carry license because it doesn't hurt you to have it. It only benefits you to have that education. Yeah, it's just like driving a car. The more experienced you are, the more likely you won't have an accident. It's true. Because of training. That's it's so it's true. training. So, so true. it's the same way. So you carry a firearm, get training. I like it. All right. Well, we are going to start wrapping up. And I just want to encourage you, uh, if you enjoyed this show, please go to our website, gunfreedomradio.com. Click the on demand tab and binge listen Beyond to your heart's content. content all of the shows that we have posted there and if you want to learn more about any of our guests click the guest tab it has photos and bios and links to the works of all the subject matter experts that we've ever had on it is a tremendous resource and we don't hate it when you spend time there all right well until next time please if if you've never done it before or if you do it naturally on your own we need it now more than ever please pray for our nation please pray for all of our leaders all of our you call them leaders they're not leaders i messed up they <laughs> they think they're leaders well, pray some of them all, actually are no, leaders pray for all of our representatives. That's true. So when we say pray for our leaders, well, maybe it's uh, maybe it's someone in your personal life who you do look to, right, as a leader in your own life. So we want to pray for those people. But we also do want to pray for our elected officials, elected representatives, elected whatever uh, word you want to put on there. Yeah. They all need your prayers. Uh, because it'll only just make our nation better, in my opinion, my humble opinion. Um, and, and we do say all of them, even the ones you maybe don't like. The list is growing. <laughs> Especially the, list is growing. the ones you don't like. Uh, have a great week. You know what you have, to, you have to say now? You have to say the ones you like. It's, it's a short list. It's a shorter it, list. But 
and, and especially you know the ones you like we've traveled around a lot and seen a, we've met a lot of representatives and there are some really good ones out there mm -hmm. really good ones mm -hmm. so. so what's the difference what's if you said there were some really good ones and some that weren't quite so good okay it's super super simple what's the difference that's it right there they've read understand and the most important thing follow the constitution see this big thick book right here it's like you know a whole hour of your reading time it's uh 39 pages something like that uh please please you know, pick one up right. please read your constitution and then please you read talk, your bill of rights you talk to a, a politician or representative or whatever you want to call them and if you ask them things about the constitution and they use the word but mm. anytime use the word but now, how would you use that in a sentence? I, I, I am for I, the Second yeah, Amendment, but, but we got to do something about, mm -hmm. and it's not, you know, enforce the laws that we have. There are so many laws on the books right now that are ignored. That is, you know, we need to enforce those laws. We do not need to infringe on any Americans right now. And make more laws. Oh. Yeah. If you're not even enforcing the ones that we've already allowed you to impose on Mine's us. better. Mine has... Mine has this thing in it. Yeah, whatevs. It's common sensey, right? Okay. You guys have a great week. Thank you very much for being uh, for listening to us today, and uh, have a great. Absolutely. Uh, be good to each other. Have a great week, and God bless.